and welcome to the Pink Tron. Lauren Camp, what are you drinking? Uh, I am back to my favorite hard kombucha, the Midnight Painkiller from June Shine, because I raced today. Atta girl, boy, we'll talk about that later. Uh, Craig Martin, what are you drinking? I have a Big Rig Brewery, uh, Alpha Bomb IPA. And, uh, nice. You know, from, from the Big Rig. Is it a hoppier type of IPA? It, it's, uh, it, it's pretty hoppy. All right, and Sean Fogenberg, what are you drinking? Oh, this one, it's a really hard uh, drink. It's a uh, water with Vitalite in it. So some, some nice electrolytes uh, after being sick all week. I think after, from our discussion, it sounds like, and continuing to probably likely be sick. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you, man. Anyway, I have a Josh Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a California Kevin. Cabernet Sauvignon and it's currently my wife's favorite so probably get a bit of trouble by having this but it's actually <laughs> 6 30 on a Friday here I'm actually having a drink tonight Woo. probably not sick just maybe a little funny all right so with the introductions out of the way we I guess we'll start with the HSRL preview for the week this is 15 laps of downtown dolphin Prem segment is the uphill cobbled climb each lap. Um, I think none of us raced, correct? Nope. But two Craig, races are down. Yeah, uh, two down. Craig and Sean, you watched um, race two. What'd you see? Chaos. Um, so maximum chaos. <laughs> we saw maximum chaos. Yeah, the uh, it's a one and a half kilometer circuit something like that uh two i think is yeah, I think it it's, close to two. it's like a 1.8 or 9 or something yeah uh regardless there were 70 uh 70 something people on it uh the the b group was going fast enough that the a group came out exactly two laps behind so <laughs> was just <laughs> just the A's pulling the B's around. Uh, eventually, the AB group caught the CD group, like the main CD bunch, and it just all hell broke loose about halfway through the race. Uh, and this is this is the route that we did the uh, fourth race of the Omnium on. Um, this one goes a little faster because people are not all understanding that only the uh, sprints matter. Actually, not only the sprints matter in this one, the no. finishing points matter uh, quite a lot. Um, so it, you don't get quite as much recovery in between. And the groups just shed people and uh, everyone's visible across all the categories. So, you know, groups, groups coalescing of, you know, mixed intentions. It's, it's great fun to watch. <laughs> So it was gotta... fun to listen to on comms too, actually, like just, just being able to kind of like hear how it was going. And, and then I, you know, Lisa was, Lisa Jones was racing and she posted in one of the chats later that there was some random guy that nobody on comms saw who was just dropping his power-ups in the rollers. So like not even in a good spot, he'd keep dropping feathers in those little rollers. Yeah. Before the finish, it was wild. And so just random things were happening, but even with that, like listening to the chaos, it just, it's fun. Do you get another power up at the uh, lap banner? You get a power up only at the lap banner. Oh yeah. You don't get one on the preem banner. Yeah. Okay. Got well it. then that's dumb. That's yeah. So he really wasn't using it on the preem and then was so using it in the rollers for some bizarre reason. Yeah, I those, mean, use it in the pills. rollers rather than keep it for the next lap, but because you're so going to get another one. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I'm kind of wishing I would have jumped in race too. It looks like I might have been half competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say in the chaos, but. Yeah. So yeah, Moreo did really well in the A's and Stuart Lynn was just behind him. So no, it was good. I see in race one, Chris. Chris Greenland got a 3.1 slacking it, Chris. <laughs> got to get that 3.2 numbers. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> he does not want to do that. I see Cam, um, Cam St. Pierre got last in the A's in race one. He must have died. Whoa. He must have, must have given up. I don't, that's not very Cam. It is a course that um, 
can get a little tiring if you're on doing well, that many that laps. Is it is it is definitely a course where uh most people explode if they are going for every sprint. Uh at some point you hit your wall. You just can't anymore. Yep. Um bike choice. I said Tron because it's a little uphill. Yeah. You're full yeah, arrow, you're probably not giving up much. Especially so, given like, uh, the newest uh, the newest stuff about just how much of a benefit you get over uh, over a short sprint. Like I, I think that the Tron and the full arrow are probably pretty close on that sprint anyway. Yeah, and I, I mean it's it's uphill enough that if you're in the group. You could make a you could make a case for something like the Scott RC and the seven eights, but that it, that's you you want to be all rounder to full arrow because the finish is you want full the for the finish you want full arrow for right. the preem you can wow. you can make the case for the for the all rounder and remember that the way that the uh, scoring works. It's two-thirds points come from the preems for your times through the segment, and one-third comes for the finish. And uh, for it looked like for a lot of the, uh, the groups, the finishing points actually did basically lay out the final standings, and then the preems kind of moved you around near where you finished. And, I mean, that's often going to be the case. Yeah. So with the... Uh, with it at one third, two thirds, that's you can, you're only going to move so many points on each preem unless somebody, and especially on that one, everybody's going, even if they don't realize that it's fast, it's a, the segments time is scored because if you're just trying not to get dropped, you're going to be sprinting up that as soon as you yep. realize everybody's doing it. So you're not going to get huge gaps there. Um, yeah. I, I, when it and the finish on this one is on the high side so with 15 it was in between 350 and seven points per position or 408 james went up so i was talking to him about it before i put the promo post out so yeah that was very much uh that weights the finish even a little bit more yeah i see eric sedgwick finished behind one two three four five five riders that he beat in points so that's like a mm. good day's work on the preem segment for eric well i think he was uh fastest or second fastest first lap and he was consistently for the first few laps among the absolute fastest yeah nice. he, they were following him on comms so yeah sense of how nice. he was doing yeah yeah Once so again, any of are any of us racing it this weekend? So none of us have, but are any of us going to try it? <laughs> I'm going to try and make it tomorrow morning. We'll see whether okay. I get up or not. That's where I'm at too. I'm so definite I'm tied no. up all day tomorrow. Yeah, fair. I am also a no. I race today, have a wedding tomorrow, and I'm going to try and focus on the Climber's Gambit um, series instead. So... Sounds like that's where James is at as well. Uh, after talking with him during the, yeah, yeah. Well, James there. got an up G on AutoCAD. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Just because of the because of Climbers Gambit. Speaking of that, can we move on to that? Well, uh, do we do we want to drop the the one little bit of information that he uh, suggested in the, oh. uh, the <laughs> yes. in the HSRL discussion today? Um, so because James is maybe going to be focusing himself more on Climber's Gambit, he is not, not so sure that that last HSRL race will be 100 kilometers of Bologna, because if he's not racing it himself, he doesn't feel as good about making other people do it. So it might be shortened. It might only be shortened one kilometer. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I, I will say, though, he started the nine laps of hilly but he didn't finish that he dropped out of that race <laughs> Fair. there's always receipts 
Oh goodness. Okay. So yeah, All let's right. let's move on to the climb. Well, yeah. uh, the next race of the week is the herd climbers gambit series and this week it is innsbruck kom forwards that's my favorite one <laughs> so that's the uh, shallower version it almost makes you want to not do hsrl it is yeah, the shallower way the yeah, forward which is one that's slightly right. it takes slightly longer yep when you're coming up to that which way do you turn i forget which you way left. Left. Forward. left okay yep. that's the one i've done more often yeah, All right. me too. Yeah, you go through the meadow bit, and then you have the little like town, and there's the lumber mill, and it's a yeah. it is more, it's less of the like steep flat, steep flat than the reverse. It's more kind of yeah. steady, steady. Although it does undulate back and forth, and there is a pretty long flat bit at the top that that yeah. you know if there's a sprint on, there's a sprint on. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a. Well, in the bees, it's like a 20 minute climb, right? Like if you're a fast B, you're about a 20 minute person. If you're a fast A, like Dan, but what did Dan Pedroza do at that time in uh, 17 minutes or something like that? God. Dan. Well, Dan's that a monster. Oh, I think that, that was, was reverse. reverse. Yeah. Sorry, uh, you're right. Okay, okay. Still, Still. I tell you, the, the fast A's will be like in that 17 minute range in any event. Yeah. C's yeah. are probably looking like. 22 ish maybe for the winners it's higher than that 25 i think it'll be 24 25 um yeah this well unless it depends are we talking about lauren as a c well okay but but i'm no longer gonna race this in mixed c i was gonna ask so Uh, yeah no 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 i'm i'm um so i've done the first two and those were shorter climbs uh, but based on my times, I looked across all events and I don't think it really, even though I haven't been auto catted up yet, um, I don't think it really makes sense for me to race in mixed C. If I'm going to challenge myself and try to go for things, especially on climbs, I'm going to start racing in mixed B. Um, and so I'm switching now because then I'll be able to finish 10 events, uh, in mixed B. If I uh, you may even be able to talk to James and have him move your earlier I will. Uh, results yeah, up. I might, might do that. Talk to him, but yeah, because there were there were some mixed B time segments for uh, Leith last weekend, where if I had been in the B category, I would have won. So, yeah. Are, so are, are you a, a mix C on like raw watts? Is that the deal? Yes, yeah. because I am very very small, <laughs> um, and and Sean Varley will always 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 complain about it. Because so. to Sean Barley, anyone faster than him is a sandbagger. <laughs> well, it's a pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah. Anyone faster I've than me it. is cheating. Is like I've done enough races against Alex Cooper to no longer worry about it. Yep. Uh, and yeah, that's so- uh, yeah. He and and James too after me about sandbagging. I'm like I'm <laughs> I'm in the lower half of B. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's not much strategy to climbers gambit racing. It's go really, really easy till you see the blue marker, and then go as hard as you can for somewhere between 17 and 20. If you think that the only the only strategizing is uh, is there enough uh, course before the climb to get your warm up in, right? Without having to do your warm up beforehand. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's not just that, but it's it's your warm up because the when yeah. I did the one in uh, in Omnium, I needed to go harder to be to to go hard enough on that climb. I was uh, you were like yeah, cool to down. go hard for <laughs> five minutes and twenty is worse. Um, yeah, I needed a little be. bit. I need a little bit more intensity in my warm up. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be monitoring my strategy for this one because it's going to be different than the last two climbs, which were considerably shorter, I would say. Um, and yeah, the the obvious thing on this is um, climbing setup. So there's bike choices that um, I did successfully because I was on a different bike for the earlier part of the course last week. I did a bike change in the event. So that's yeah. a possibility. If you want to ride your warm up for the rest of the course on a different bike, you can do so. Yep, got it. Always you did switch. a bike swap in the event. Yeah. You always not you always, during the segment. Did you just forget to 
change before the race or did you purposefully you just wanted to cruise around with everyone first or i i was doing um so i get way at the back i let pretty much everybody go ahead of me because i go really really slow and do a couple of fast efforts um in the earlier part of the course and so i had been actually riding at zone two for like an hour before i started the event so i was probably on my tron and needed to switch and just didn't feel like doing it before the event started Fair enough. Fair enough. And then yeah, she switched I mean, think... to a gravel bike and yeah. thanked everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I did not do that. <laughs> Climber's Gambit is, um, yep, take your fastest climber. There's no, I don't think there's any, unless you think you're going to be in unless a sprint it's... at the end and you're strong enough to get there without it and you need a Tron, but take your fastest climber. All right, and then the next event after that is Herd of Mountain Goats. This week we have the Mountain Route with Radio Tower Summit finish. So unlike um, Climber's Gambit, this one is like a race race. So uh, Mountain Route starts downtown. I haven't looked, but so there's there's some more to it, but probably climbing because you're going to have to climb both Epic and Radio Tower. So Is it the Epic... Fun. Is it right, which is it side. from yeah, is it from the the bridge that never ends or <laughs> the airplane? Bridge that never ends. Okay. I'm quite oh. certain. Yeah, normally okay. it would come back down the other way, but it doesn't because yeah. Radio it's finishing at the top. Woo. There you go. Yeah, I think it's it's what I would call forward. I think that is what they call it. It is. Yeah. It's correct. Yeah. I'm looking at the segment now. Epic KOM forward. And then, cool. so, yeah, not much to that one. Climb, that one's longer than 20 minutes. <laughs> but you got to stick with the group on that one probably till you get there because it's it's finished at the top, not just time to the segment. And then we have the Stampede time trial. This week is 16.1 kilometers on triple flat loops. Triple flat loops is essentially the desert and then the ocean boulevard into downtown towards the sprint. It does a bunch of other stuff after that, but it's only 16.1 kilometers, so you don't need to worry about that. The only thing that matters. So, Brent, have you tested this one on where it finishes? Because <laughs> by... I, I haven't tested, I looked it up. Okay, so, so by my to, look... say, to be fair to me, I did try to test this, and they of course said triple loops before. I think it got updated somewhere to triple flat oh. loops. So I yes. So I think this should finish very close to the sprint banner. That's that's my math too. Mm. Okay, because it's so, like two point four k lead in before you get to the desert banner. Yeah. So yeah, so desert. Caldu Saddle Springs, Ocean Boulevard, back up into kind of the Watopia main piece towards downtown through the S's, and you'll be somewhere close to that rise up out of the S's before you get to the sprint to finish. I don't think it'll be quite right there. I think it'll be actually a little earlier than that in the S's, but. But yeah, somewhere there. So yeah, Stampede, that's a, you know, bees is like a low 20 minute time trial. And that one. And it's pretty flat. Maybe a little yeah. push up called the Saddle Springs other than that. Yeah, that one, that one's not really, uh, there's not a whole lot of strategy in terms of like how you apply your power and where you, it's just stick it where you can stick it for 20 minutes. Yeah, you might, you might push a little bit on the Caldus Saddle yeah. Springs. That'd be the only place you can save time by pushing. I'd say pushing up out of the out of the uh, undersea tunnel and then yeah, pushing but, up off the, off the beach. Yeah, no, I mean, and those are all the places, last but... pushing on that last big uh, roller in the uh, in the S's. If oh, those are saving you a few seconds a here or there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. then we have Wednesday is bullseye. And for everyone who's doing HSRL, you'll be here to know it's 12 laps of bell lap, which is <laughs> the other direction, the opposite direction. My least course, favorite one. 
Of course, However, on this one, it's not uh, so. It's not the prime that counts. It's the fi- the lap banner the line. Yeah, um, so it's your position on the lap banner. So it is a it is quite different. And it is yeah. so. It is a little tricky too because you because it's bell lap. You do the sprint through the banner, and then you got to do the climb up the little rollers yep. into where the normal end of the prime is up that kind of long straightaway, and then you come back down the cobbles and stuff. And then the sprint is kind of like hidden, like it's a kind of a right hand turn into it and you can't really see it. So you'll get used to it after 12 laps, but typically that sprint starts before you can even see where the end is. So you better get ready for that. Don't get caught out. So this is when I, so I'm going to have to ask James. So it's 12 laps and the lead in doesn't count, but you, when you take the right turn out of the pens, you don't go through the sprint banner is that whole first time around lead in or is that lap one i'm trying to remember from the last time i raced this i think it was all lead in that sounds like lead in yeah i think it does but on some courses it like when you start it just tips uh, you over yeah when you start at the watopia pier if you go left it that you know you do the a lap of uh and you do a lap of hilly that that counts as a lap of hilly it doesn't it's not lead in first, right? Yeah. So there, there's spot. It, it's all on how the game counts it, and I'm not sure. Yeah, we might want to when we post this, we can put a comment and see if James can kind of tell us what what it is, <laughs> or when the when the um, well, event uh, description goes up. Right. So. How how long is it? I think is the. Yep. I did race yeah. this last season, and I can't remember. I, I my recollection is that it did not count. Is that it called it even lead until we got to all the way around once? Well, and that's, that's actually the good uh, the good thing with that update that Swift made, where it tells you what lap you're on. So when it says that you're on lead in, don't sprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that is okay. the races for the herd for the week. Yeah. Uh, Before we move away what is, from herd, what is next week's HSRL? Next week's HSRL is two laps of cast pats. So it oh, will yeah. be the Supreme segment will for sure be petite KOM two times. A bunch of sprints. Yeah. yeah there's, there's some sprints too. All the sprints. All the sprints. Is there that many on cast pats? Uh, so the only you, so you miss Belon sprint and you miss, um, I think that's the only one you miss. So okay. you do Marina and do you do Aqueduct and too? Yeah, so you you do Marina, you do Pave, Marina, do Pave, Aqueduct, Aqueduct, Petite, Petite, Marina, Pave, yep. Aqueduct, Petite, and then the last Marina won't be a sprint segment, but it's just for the finish, just the finish line. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost yeah, as I good as Petit to... Boucle. Oh boy. Well, except for Petit Boucle is the other direction, isn't it? So you don't get the KOM? No, Petit Boucle is the figure eight. You yeah. do everything, oh. including including okay. Ballon. Yeah. Right. Dang. <laughs> that one was just our We've done it. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right, Laura, what else did you want to talk about for herd racing? Um, just, just a, a plug for James to maybe bring the series back. I listened to, I think the, uh, conversations and he was sort of uncertain about it. So I'm, I'm, that's mm. a vote for me for maybe bringing it back. Yeah. But, so yeah. if you feel strongly about the series, let James Bailey know, cause yeah. you know, um, James is just guessing about what people will show up and race, but if he knows that people are going to show up and race, then he'll be able to make a better guess. Yeah, and I will um, try to to check with some other herd women who are racing and see if we can, yeah, comment. If people want that to come back, then. Well, and a, a big thing is actually to get people from outside the herd to race as well. Exactly. Because and and I I think there are people that want to. It's uh, um, Crush Pod. My they did a I I raced with a lot of Crush Pod ladies, and so did other of my teammates um, in multiple time zones. There were usually Crush Pod women racing so i can also talk to them it did seem successful over the summer last year when there was no zrl 
and it was on on the Tuesday, I think. Yep, I I agree. Yeah. yeah. So um, women listening to this who race or are interested in trying racing, the series is great. Um, and if you have any questions about it, put them in the comments. And anyone who has who knows women on other teams in other clubs, uh, tell them about it. And if they've raced it before, we could get some buy-in. Yeah. And it's actually a great kind of beginner series because it's a bit of a, uh, yes. a sampler pack in yeah. the different formats with, uh, because it's normally a time trial, a couple sprint races, and then a couple points races. So. Yes. And it's usually a series of six. Yeah. And yeah, it gives you an opportunity to do the time trial on your own, some segment points, longer and shorter courses. And James is good at picking courses. And I would say that it's probably been good across all categories um, based on women I've talked to. Maybe the A's get a little light on riders, um, but I don't know, multiple herd women are moving up. So it, that might get bigger. Yeah. Racing is fun. And like, it's so much fun that we spend like an hour on a Friday evening just to sit here and yammer on about it for you people. Yep. You're welcome. Yeah, we love it. That's the thing. Uh, speaking of. Which, like, speaking of other racing, do you want to do a quick ZRL recap? Sean, I suppose you didn't race this week because sure you were didn't. on the shelf. <laughs> I, I, Lauren, did you get in this week? Sean had another comment. What were you going to no. say? <laughs> Sean's just sickened yeah he'll be back to racing eventually um yes i did race it um right yeah this this one was uh i was really hoping to have anything left by libby um but with like seeing the kind of pie chart of the points distribution i it it would have been good i think to have to have been able to do some damage there but if a race starts out with multiple sprint segments it's really hard for me to not sprint um because i i just i like i really like doing it um and i did end up on one lap i did pull a decent amount of points from that and i did on one lap get the fastest through segment time which was shortly after that relatively tied by mario line on my team and we did knock down a whole bunch of points. Um, the sprints were, because we're racing two Penguin teams in women's B1 EMEA West, the Magic and Little Penguins, the number of herd jerseys in those sprint points was just massive. Um, Can you tell yeah. where you are in the sprint at all? I mean, if you're first, I guess you know that, but like I, I did the first sprint in, in ours and I mean, I knew I wasn't winning because I wasn't first, but yeah. other than not first I, and not last, it's like, I don't know. I'm in this massive crowd of guys who are all like pedaling like mad. And my place goes from like sixth to 15th to 11th to 12th to eighth to back up. It's like, okay. And everyone's, everyone's power ups have just gone off. So you can't actually see more than 10 meters yeah. in front of you. Yep. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's no, I, I would say that the only one I was definitely sure where I was was when I got nervous going into the corner and just kind of like took off, uh, off the front, but that was the one where I had the best, the fastest time. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, go ahead. Well, we had a, we had an awesome, um, so one of our racers saved everything. She's not confident in her sprint. I think she could probably be doing well, but she didn't want to sprint. And so she saved everything for Libby and just took off, took off the front of the group, was completely gone. I like briefly tried to chase her and then was like, oh, no, 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 that's not happening. So Carrie Bartlett is just an absolute beast and absolutely crushed that race. One by like 10 seconds or something. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome to watch. That's I, what I don't it, even think, <laughs> I, I don't even think I could save my, like I tried on lap four to not sprint and i just about mm -hmm. got dropped like i had to go like yep. 500 watts for like a minute to catch back onto the back because it's like yeah they they're too far ahead if you don't there's, go there's the, that yeah there's Six. a sweet spot on that sprint in particular of 
starting at the front and doing like an 80% sprint uh, to be able to latch on to the very <laughs> back of the group. Yeah. yeah. Yes. How about you, Craig? How'd your race go? I did not race. So oh. in, in theory, I'm not on any teams this year, <laughs> even though I'm on two teams and have <laughs> last week did two races. Or was that last week or two weeks ago? I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, feels week. like or maybe week. both. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. I so I uh, I was not going to race. Then somebody dropped out from the Griffins at the last minute. So I signed in, rolled mm-hmm. out of the pen, and uh, and then watched for a couple minutes and then disconnected. <laughs> I was several beers in already at this point. There's no way I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the race. But uh, oh. I, I at least made their race count. Good. Oh, good amazing. Good, yeah. Yeah, I did, I did get a top 10 in an A sprint on Woo. lap one. So good stuff. I was, I was happy with that. But yeah. yeah, I was probably about like 13th, 14th, something like that on lap two. And lap three, probably like 17th, 18th. And then it was just hold on for dear life for the rest of the race till Libby and then. I don't have that for sure. And then not hold on anymore. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I did. I, I don't know if you watched though, but I did beat that guy at the end. <laughs> I'll tell you, that was like my, that was like the last one minute of my race was like that one guy was like, we were like shoulder to shoulder to shoulder. I couldn't tell at the banner, but on the official results, I came out ahead. So I was like, sweet, one more point. <laughs> and then I fell off my bike. <laughs> Good stuff. Any, any facial bleeding or? no no bleeding I, I don't know maybe the covid cleared all that up <laughs> that well i mean it's wild. it's also not winter anymore it's not quite as dry anymore exactly yeah and it's um it's not as dry and the weather changes aren't as severe lately yeah so that always Fair. helps um do we want to talk about this upcoming zrl so sure. yeah it's so it's a, uh, i mean it's a figure eight team time trial um so that's an interesting team time trial yeah i'm i'm there it communicate well with your team i would say and probably with all the different um features i'm thinking i'll probably stick on my tron most likely um to have some uh, some for getting up the yeah. The KOMs and yeah, but I think it's going to be if you have a DS, that'll be great. If you don't, just make sure that you sketch out at least some kind of a plan and and be ready to regroup at places where you might need to be. Warren, I would actually, I would, I would say that uh, you should probably be on a full arrow setup. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah, because I guess that'll slow me down on the. Yeah, if you can yep. outclimb the rest of your team. Yeah, I probably. Uh, but are maybe point. not as uh, strong on the flats, full arrow, and yeah. vice versa for like the larger the larger folks who have bigger watts should probably go a climbier setup, uh, or at least a tron or a tron, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. which is climbier than full arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a good. So yeah, if you have different like. A lot of teams, depending on you, you have a better, uh, more similar distribution of weights. Our team doesn't. And so I, yeah, may need to, um, yeah, buff that way. How, uh, how far is it from the top of the forward KOM, like on the back half to the finish? Not very like- far. Yeah, because um, I, mean, I think you definitely got to keep your group together on the first KOM, but that one's like shorter, steeper, should be able to manage like, but that second KOM, that's going to break a lot of teams, but you might not lose that much time. No, I, I think you definitely could have a send your four riders to the finish from there. I think it's maybe 8K. Yeah, uh, approximately. Yeah. Yeah, it's about yeah. seven. You have seven to go eight. through the S's. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If you, you go, th- yeah, you go, to, you go down through the sprint, through the S's. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'm and trying to recall from doing the course earlier today, but my memory's a little fuzzy. 
<laughs> a long yeah, interesting. Downhill. You know, you should probably just do bike swaps. <laughs> <laughs> do not. I highly encourage all the teams I'm racing to do a bike swap this week. Well, yes, yes. Oh, but uh, yeah, it, no, it's a it's a really to me this is a really fun TTT course because it's it's more than get on the front, go hard, throw up, recover, yeah. do it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll take some. No, it's uh, yeah. There's there's a little more to it, and uh, yeah, if if teams that can work together well are, are going to do, re- it's going to be rewarding. So it, yeah. that's, that's why I like a more complex course. A good plan for this probably has you going a little easier on the flats, hitting the steep parts a bit harder than you normally would in a TTT. Uh, and it's, it's actually a good one for this because the reverse comes first. So you're less likely to drop people. That's the draftier climb. Yep. Uh, and then when you get to the part where it's, you know, maybe you still have five or six left, you only need to get the four strongest over together. Yep. Yeah, this is going to be kind of fun. Oh, very much, very much. It's, uh, yeah, it's a good one. Good luck to all the herd teams racing on Tuesday. Yeah. But, all right, so I think that puts us into around the horn do you want to introduce this one sean sure uh well so the thought for this came because lauren raced uh up a category in the a's for the first time today and uh she can tell us how that went but i feel like brent you've been racing up i mean you you've been dreaming of being an a uh and i feel like you've proven that you can hang uh you're shaking your head or like maybe nodding nodding like yeah i guess i guess uh well i hang i'm a bit of fun but yes well that's that's kind of the point like uh what is the when when and why should you race up what are the benefits that you get from it uh do you learn stuff um you know i i done some uh a, you know a whole season where i felt like i was actually still probably a c and just getting absolutely wrecked in the bees um and i didn't feel like i i was getting a ton from it but uh that was probably because of how i was racing it um so yeah what, what how were you racing it just because so, we're having a discussion what was your yeah so you learn something so, uh, I, I have good short power. Um, I have good up to 20 to 30 minute power. Uh, I don't have good long endurance. And that was the season where all the, uh, A and B races were quite a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the one where we did, um, two laps three, of Richmond, and- three times chain chomper. Oh, that was a oh. long race. Oh, right. was that three times? Oh, that wasn't the whole lot of lava. That was the chain chomper. That was season. the chain okay. chomper season where yeah. I, that was, that was the one. So uh, there was that one and there was, uh, was it three bridges loop or something like that? That was like eight laps of, of that course, I think, uh, where the, I think the seas had six. I can't remember what the, yeah. But it was the one that went over reverse the reverse hilly like bypass yeah uh, the steep part yep. uh eight mm-hmm. times uh and the way that i was racing it was stick with the front group as long as possible um and that is a thing that i could do uh but for me when i go as long as possible when i blow i i blow i've like a gasket goes and I like check engine light comes on and I would go from, and depending on which race it was, uh, I would, I I never finished higher than about 57th uh, out of about a 70 person field. Um, And that was in, that was probably in the race where I said goodbye to the front group the earliest. 
in the I think it was in the um the one that had the reverse hilly I was with the front group until the third lap and then I think I finished about third from last because groups kept catching me and then I just couldn't hang on anymore uh because once I had blown I was I there was nothing left um that was also the one with the tour of two at well just like madness uh and again that was like the first four minutes of that I was like oh man I should I should probably actually just go for points on this because I can do a a two minute climb at the end of a four minute effort at the beginning of a race but I know like once I do that I you know I'm done uh and I I think I I tried to make a decision to be smart about it and like maybe back off but I had gone a little too hard and it it didn't go well again it was like stuck with a good group initially and just kept falling throughout the rest of the race um yeah so that for, and that was you know I was in the like my 20 minute uh left me at I think the FTP was like 3.2 something so it was and, and we were in a pretty high B league so I shouldn't have been expecting to hold those groups, but you know, there's, there's the, uh, the ego part where it's like, no, I want to, I want to stick in that group. Um, well, and that's how racing works is yeah. especially in Zwift is you hold the fastest group as you can, as long as you can. And then you pray that you have enough left to hold the next group when you get shelled off of that group. Cause it's very rare that like the races aren't long enough for the second group to catch the first, like there's no, you know no breakaways in, like in, in, in like a 300 kilometer tour race you yeah. know if those guys go off the breakaway and they blow up the peloton comes through them in a yeah. zwift race if the front group goes away and I, I can't remember the last time the front group got like caught caught like a couple of our a races we've seen like the guys get like 15 or 30 seconds on a like it's because or i'm on a break but it's because they're more like a cyclocross race than a like road race right they're yes. like it's drop people off the back, not send people off the front. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, I, I don't think you can fault yourself too hard for all that. I guess like the one thing I, I've found about racing a compared to B is like this, that I think this might be a little bit of being in a compared to B is that the racing is different. Like the differential from the pack to the go is way higher. Like an A pack isn't faster than a B pack because they're like when, especially like any HSRL stuff or um, anything with points in ZRL, like it's the same because they're just all tooling around waiting for stuff to happen. But then when it goes, like it goes way, way harder. And when you're doing like the sprints and A's go off way further back. Like those guys are doing like 500 watts. Like, I, I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but you know, I posted my power curve and I was like, I don't understand how I did a best 120 on Richmond when it's a 20, whatever it is. No, no, like a 13 second sprint. And I did my best like one minute and 20 second power. And Mark John is like, yeah, that was your first sprint, you big dummy. <laughs> he said it much more politely than that. Because, but, because you started um, at the roundabout before you even hit the hairpin. Yeah. Like, yeah, not quite that, but it's a long ways. Yeah. And I had to, like, that's how far yeah. they, because that's how fast they wind up those A's because it doesn't wear them out to go 500 watts for a minute before they do the sprint. So that's sure a big difference. Obviously, the climbing is a big difference. And I think this speaks to some of the stuff you talked about, Sean, is that like to stay with a group or to be competitive in a group on anything that's like a push, a climb, anything like that, I have to go so much deeper than when I go in the bees to like sit in the group that by the time I get to like, you know, the finish or anything, I'm way cooked compared so, to racing. Yeah. The bees. difference, the difference for me between uh, C and B when you're at that, uh, at the threshold is not in. So, and this is, this is as a punchy person, uh, I can do the punchy part. I can punch with the bees. I can't sit with the pack speed with the bees. It's the, uh, I get worn down before getting to the punchy parts uh, and just like blow because of that. Um, 
but that's I think that there is a there is a definite step change between C like just tooling around pace and then the A B tooling around pace. It's I, it, it's huge. Um I like I definitely found um so I mean I I'll admit I so if I had been doing different races because at the time I was basically just doing HSRL and a training plan. Um, if I've been doing different races, I probably would have, um, gone up to be a little sooner. Um, so it was, and I mean, I, I won a bunch of races in that last 10 weeks, uh, HSRL. Um, and then I went up to B and I mean, on courses that suited me, I could hang with the front group for the race but only on courses that suited me. And I think that's the difference is you're going to get blown away on the courses that aren't your courses when you're, when you're racing up. And that's, I mean, it's the same as racing herd winner racing uh, the, the, with no categories. You know, I, I can hang with the front group on uh, RGV or, or, or Deuce fronts and, you know, and then, you know, then it turns into a sprint and I can sprint with those guys. Uh, but on when we go up, you know, the Octorbon, but finish on the first climb, like I'm not climbing with those guys. That's just silly. Or even like the hill up from the airport or the dock of planes up to the start of Epic. <laughs> we did that one. I can't remember what race that was, yeah. but I remember Becca and Tim just like went bananas cuckoos on that thing. <laughs> Oh, it was the ocean lava, lava side yeah. loop or Looks whatever like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what made you race up to A, Lauren? Or what was um, your motivation? So the race that I did was a women's only uh, Roca Corba race. So Ashley Molman Pasio is doing these, like she's doing some events this weekend. There's a workout tomorrow that's a mixed. So anyone can join the, the workout. And I cause I have some other stuff I'm doing this weekend. I was like, well, I could race on Friday and like shift work too. So I'm going to like, I'll sign up for this race. Sure. Why not? Um, and you had a friend doing it. Well, so that's the thing. My friend, Carrie Bartlett, actually the, the badass climber who took off up, uh, up Libby and is actually, uh, doing a bunch of racing with the a penguins team, the herd Z sun combo team. So she's actually going to do the rest of ZRL with the A-team um, women's. And so she saw that I was signed up and she was like, hey, you want to race this in the A's instead? And I was like, uh, uh, want to? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's like, that's what I'm going to do. And I was like, you know, yeah, why not? Sure. Why not? The A group was bigger. Um, because Ashley Woman Pasio was actually in it. So I think that, and Roca Corva ladies were racing it. Uh, Roca has ladies in all of the categories, but that was the biggest field. And because my goal is to be an A in women's, I was like, yeah, why not? Sure. It's like, I was definitely getting nervous, getting those nerves again, because, you know, it's like, well, I'm doing, I'm extending myself. So that is, can be nerve wracking. But Sean was like, remember, this isn't for anything. It doesn't like you, you're just doing this to, to, cause you're curious and Carrie was going to be there. And so I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Looked at the numbers of some of the other ladies and I was like, oh boy, this is going to be interesting. Um, but 15 second power. I did have one of the highest um, watts per kilogram. So, uh, and they have a points race. It was a points race. They haven't finalized the results. So I don't know how they're doing that or what it doesn't even really matter, but yeah, it's, I'm still, what's showing right now is where I finished at the line. Um, And that's probably not accurate because uh, so we were doing actually figure eight. So I also was able to do, if I was paying attention, a little bit of a course recon for Tuesday, which trying to cu- keep up with a women, I wasn't quite doing a recon because I was maybe a little uh, oxygen deprived, but uh, so there are two sprint segments. I won both of them. 
and I won the second sprint segment, um, even though I wasn't with the front group anymore because I was, yeah, I was just, I got shed. How long were you with the front group? Um, through the start of the second QOM. Not the start. You just, you got shed on like second During half it. of it. Yeah. During it. And I blew through because I had done those QOMs recently, um, I think in HSRL. Well, we just did forward four times in HSRL. Let me tell you, I yeah. still have the nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I actually had recent um, uh, PRs on those uh, hills. And I definitely, I for that, the longer one, I beat my PR by like 30 seconds, sticking with the front group and being able to draft. And I beat my PR on the shorter, steeper one by like nine seconds or something. Um, yeah, so it was, it, I was really nervous about it. I actually did not, I was surprised that I stuck with the group for as long as I did. To be fair, Ashley Molden Pasio was not racing. <laughs> Um, she was Jeez. definitely serving as encouragement and sort of like offering lead outs and, and, you know, this is sort of a, she's doing a thing. It was cool. Um, I, and there were definitely some of the other a women who were on Roka, who I think weren't quite racing it either based on what I can see of their numbers. So, um, yeah, but I, I stuck with them for as long as I could because it was a segment race. They were definitely not going super fast um, between the segments. And yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, I mean, obviously we talked about it. We talked about it on like New Year's resolutions and stuff. I mean, I hit a, an almost a, I hit a whatever, 95%, 24.0 back like either late December, early January, something like that. So so for me, it was like, okay, if you're that close, a, I don't want to upgrade and abandon a team in the middle of an HSRL season, especially if it's yep. like in the first couple of races, right? And I've already hit one of those. Um, part of it was to see if I could get there, which honestly, I haven't done that again yet. So I've got a whole bunch more 3.95s and 3.9s. <laughs> so that being said, I have not been racing Stampedes every week either, which is always the one that like that Stampede 16.1 is always the one that I hit those top 20 minute numbers on because that's like a 23 minute time trial right right so right. Right. uh the only other one that ever gets me close is Innsbruck KOM forward because <laughs> it's like a 20 minute climb so the the interesting thing with that though is that we're talking about what will eventually be the old categories because you're talking about CRL categorization right so like there's also differences that are going to happen like eventually cat enforcement will also be applied to women's races so there are going to be different things that start happening with what's going into calculating what your category is. And presumably that's going to go to ZRL eventually. Um, and Brent, I have the same thing. I, because I'm close on some of my numbers, I'm going to race a in the fall, a women's for um, ZRL regardless, unless I have like a terrible injury or sickness or something that knocks me way back. My plan is to just race in a, yeah, yeah, I don't get as sick as Sean, so I should hopefully be all right if I stay away from him. Um, yeah, yeah, because I also yeah. wouldn't want to have to like jump ship from a team that that I was on partway through if I'm close. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'd say to anyone, especially, I mean, it's one thing like I've committed to a whole series of ZRL and a whole series of HSRL for the points and stuff. So it's one thing to do that, which like, frankly, I'm finding quite challenging. Like I'm not really looking forward to downtown dolphin. I guess, yeah. How, days on, how are you, how do you find it mentally uh, to know that you're like, you're in points races and the points are not there for you really? Yeah. ZRL is easier because it's with your team. Yeah. And and we're in like a three so it's not that fast and the guys like my team like there's like we have like barry nixon this week i don't know if you watched my race report but oh my freaking god can that guy ride a bike lots of points um 
So, <laughs> you know, you get a few of those, but there's lots of guys who are my speed in that category, or it feels like my speed. I feel like I'm racing for something. And I'm always racing. Like, even if I just beat three or four guys at the line yep. and get points, I get three or four guys at the line and get points. So I'm always racing for something there. The HSRL I'm finding much more challenging to stay committed to because they are like the people, the guy, I think the people who race HSRL and A are like, fast like man they're fast like yeah. i did hilly and i held the group and i did a pb by like eight seconds on hilly <laughs> and I, oh yeah the next, the next lap i dropped like 15 seconds off and i mean i like part of it was i had dropped by, by the hairpin so i was like mm-hmm. having a bit of a pity party but also <laughs> like i was freaking gassed from doing a level climb plus yeah. um you know a sprint <laughs> So, so it's, it's that, that's harder. So, you know, I'd say definitely like if you're close, go try some and see how it feels for you and, and experiment with it. Like there's nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, committing for a whole season is, is a, it's a different thing. Yeah. One race well, today was yeah. one thing. And like, I, I definitely, so I don't, don't ever go as hard as Sean, but the thing I noticed today when I was obviously going hard and I got a bunch of multiple different minute like best power efforts ever for like spread what from like two minutes to it was something crazy to 10 was basically a new pr for you today best ever um what happens is my biceps start hurting which means that i'm fatiguing like a bunch of muscles and everything is going wonky in my body so when my biceps start hurting and i'm not really doing that much with them i've probably gone pretty hard so I guess what I was saying, getting at it at the beginning, and I think it, it, we've all touched on it a little bit. So if you're at the top of your category, you're not going to hit power bests uh, other than maybe some sprints um, just because you're trying to win races. You're not, when you're racing, you're trying to win the races. You're not trying to hit power bests. And racing the the real reason to race up is that then you're going to be challenged and you're going to hit power bests and you're you're going to improve um so it's when you're when you're winning or competing for the win all the time that's it's probably worth trying racing up to see what happens i think what i've realized is that for me uh, the, the way that I improve best is by training, uh, because Mm -hmm. a 20 minute all out, uh, like, or, you know, 15, however long I can hold as, and, and it's probably the part of the problem is just racing a fast ZRL league. Um, but, uh, racing for 15 minutes or whatever, until you can't breathe, uh, isn't going to get you as much as doing three by 20 at threshold. Uh, and so for me, I'm my goal this year. And like, I think it still is, is to get to a point where I can not win, but comfortably race in B, uh, Mm -hmm. and to do that, it's not going to like, for me, I think from racing in the ZRL with in, in the bees, I don't think that racing in bees is going to be the thing that gets me there. I think it's training. Like I'm going to race in the, in the bees to do some like sharpening and keep myself in the race shape. But I like, I think that the, the, the actually structuring training and, and like getting more work is going to get me further than, uh, then falling off and yeah quitting sort of not not just just going relatively slow for the rest of the thing because why keep going you are a cat enforcement bee though yeah right so well and that's one where i i I was actually just going to bring that up because zrl might not be the best comparison point because there's lots of people that are going very fast managing their power to stay a category down what and uh yeah, well, there are, and there's lots of people I, that are pretty open about it. Yeah, um, I know. 
and honestly, at this point, the way ZRL, <laughs> the way WTRL have written the 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 rule set, it's just essentially encouraged. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, no, it's a uh, it, it's a tough one. Um, and there's some yeah. If you're in a if you're in a strong category or a strong division for your category, it, it's it's brutal. Um, I, so I've, I've done some races with the Griffins in B1 and there's been a bunch of the people who are new C's where that's the only B team in America's West that just yeah. didn't want to play. And I kind of get it, um, where like I get thrashed there and well, according to the, uh, you know, the, the split category theory, I'm a low B, um, I, I, I'm, I can usually keep up with a a strong B group um, that that division is nuts. Um, I basically raced my perfect race in road to ruins and came 21st oh. and yeah. Yeah. I, I think the, in America's East for the women's, they didn't in B1, they didn't have enough B teams to split it into B1 and B2. So they only have B1. And so that means that right now for those ladies, B1 is huge and it has made their competition stupid. Like America's East B1 for women is just kind of insane this particular season, just because of the numbers, the way they had to split up the categories. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's great. I mean, I love it. That's, that is the one thing. So there's a bunch of things I've gotten, uh, I, I guess, uh, a bit disenchanted with ZRL. And, um, you, but the one thing that you absolutely can't beat is the field size. Yeah. Yep. It's fun being in a really big race. Depending on where you are, um, the women in America's West are continuously going to struggle. So anyone who is yep. listening that is a any type of lady in America's West who ever wants to race, the numbers are needed there. Um, or men in D, for that matter. Or men in B that want to race with the herd because the Griffins team is struggling, which yep. is how I've done so many races in Well, 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 it wasn't that important anyway. <laughs> uh, that was weird. I think my internet went out. It did. Oh, yeah. he froze. Uh, anyway, I was just going to say that I, I think, um, yeah, I'm just getting the fit, just earning the PBs off the fitness I got from the break between the last ZRL and the ZRL basically when I did that training block with James and didn't do any racing. So I, if I was trying to get fast, I'm not going to be faster at the end of this than I was at the start. That's, I mean, I've just learned more about racing A. So, which I is about that, which is That's a big important. benefit, yeah, because uh, then you know what to prepare for, somewhat yeah. like and a little confidence that you can kind of do it and know what's yes. coming at you and stuff. That so. that actually was a big thing today. Was I so I will say, and I said this in the chat to the zone 18 folks, so Craig has already seen this, but basically, I was surprised that I hung on for as long as I did. And just in general, my confidence in racing lags well behind my performance. So if, if that's a thing for you and you have any support to challenge yourself, I recommend doing it. If Carrie hadn't been like, Hey, I'm doing this. You want to come along? I was like, why not? Sure. Whatever. For something that didn't matter to me in a team race, it would be a little bit different because then I'm thinking about the team and how my performance would affect that. But when it's something that's just something I'm doing because I feel like it, then fine, sure, I'll race up. And similar with with Climber's Gambit stuff, I was very fast up those first two climbs. And so even though this is not a race where I'm on a team or where, you know, the pack matters, 
I don't need to be going like I'm going to be good at climbs. I have an advantage there. So me racing up to mixed B for the climb races makes sense. So. Good. Well, I think on that note, we will call it a night. So thanks so much to Craig Martin to thanks so much, Lauren Camp. Thank you, Sean Fogenberg. Thanks to everyone in the herd for listening and have a great day, everybody, and enjoy your races. Night. Night. Bye.